Winter is in the past, spring has begun, and I'm Richard. And I'm Gary, and these are our incredible stories. Hello and welcome back to all of our listeners from around the world and across the United States. We're so happy to have you here with us again. And if you happen to be some of the lucky few that found our podcast and thought, hmm, I'll give this a try, welcome. Go ahead, have a seat, get yourself uh, cozy, maybe put on some house shoes and get your uh, favorite drink ready because... You're in store for some incredible stories. Maybe even a snack. Ooh, I would say a snack. Maybe some of that uh, trail mix or checks. I love checks mix. That's a good one. <laughs> um, and go ahead. Uh, don't waste any time. Hit that like and subscribe button because I'm pretty sure you're going to like what we got to offer you. And so uh, just as a reminder, we'll treat you every week free of charge to a free episode on Friday. So don't worry about it. We got you covered. Yeah, we, we do hope that you like our stories that we uh, bring you each and every week. We we uh, really go to great extremes to uh, try and keep you entertained and informed, and um, that's that's our goal uh, of because course, of course your time like is valuable. Uh, of course they like our show. That's why they came back. Yeah. That's why, I mean, yeah. look, see, we've got some familiar. Hi, how you doing? Yeah. Yep. Nope. Nope. See, I remember wow, that person right there. The, of course. Lights, the lights are uh, sparkling all, all across the globe there on our our globe machine oh no that's just because you're dehydrated again you're starting to hallucinate uh no but uh yeah of course of course we got our friendly family and friends on the podcast i love getting together with you folks uh who are uh with us i really do love having you here with us um uh this evening we've got something a, a little different um last sunday uh was the beginning of spring March 20th of 2022 uh, is the date that spring officially occurred or, or began, I should say. Now, <clears throat> that marks not only the first day of spring here in the Northern Hemisphere, it also marks the spring equinox. So I have a question for Gary. What is the spring equinox? Isn't that uh, when it's the longest day of summer? Ooh, Gary, I tell you what, you're pretty well informed. See, I remember that because we had a friend in Denmark. Mm-hmm. And if I remember correctly, they have a um, tradition, like a festival where they burn a witch, yeah. like a, oh. an epigy. Oh. Not, not a person, but it's like a, a wicker witch. And it's to represent the um, mm. the longest day of the year. I'm gonna, I'll double check on that, but I'm... About 99% positive, that's exactly what it was. That's an interesting custom. Yeah. Well, uh, here in the uh, northern um, hemisphere, uh, the sun crosses the equator line, and and it's heading north, Gary. So the spring equinox marks the start of the spring season in the northern half of the globe. Now, after this date, the northern hemisphere begins to be tilted a little bit more toward the sun. And like you said, that... Uh, increases our daylight hours and with daylight you also get an increase in warming temperatures now in the southern uh, hemisphere what do you think is happening it's getting dark yeah it's the opposite the march equinox marks the start of autumn 
as the southern hemisphere begins to be tilted away from the sun. So those of you folks who are listening to us from the southern hemisphere, the exact opposite of what we're talking about tonight is happening to you. Now, uh, it happened last Sunday, and I'll give you the exact moment, 11.33 in the, mo- in the morning. That is when the equinox occurred, 11.33 last Sunday. That's when the return of spring occurred here where we are in the northern hemisphere. And where uh, folks who are listening are in the southern hemisphere, you have started autumn or fall. Now, Gary, do you know what the uh, word equinox means? Um, No. Oh, wait, that's the car I drive. I drive a Chevy Equinox. Yes, Is that you what do. you're talking about? Yes, you do. But uh, that's, uh, well, you know what? I bet the Chevrolet manufacturers came across uh, the spring or, you know, whatever Equinox and decided that would make a nice name for uh, a model Chevrolet. I'm sure they did. But uh, Equinox, uh, if we go way back, uh, it stems from Latin words for equal night. Equus, equal Nox, night, equal night. So on the equinox, the length of the day and night is nearly equal in all parts of the world. Now, even though the southern uh, hemisphere, it's beginning of fall, and here it's the beginning of spring, nevertheless, on the equinox, day and night, the length of day and night is equal everywhere. Wow. Everywhere. So Everyone who is listening at 11.33 in the morning last Sunday, that's our Eastern uh, time here in the United States, um, everything was equal, night and day. So that means earlier dawns and later sunsets, right, Gary? That's correct. Mm -hmm. Now, for the March equinox, uh, the sun crosses the celestial equator and it's going south to north. It's called the celestial equator because it's an imaginary line in the sky above the Earth's equator. And if you were standing on the equator, the sun would pass directly overhead on its way north. Oh. If you were on the equator. Equinoxes are the only two times each year that the sun rises due east and sets due west for all of us on Earth. Huh. For all of us on Earth. How about that? Yeah. And, and while the sun passes overhead, the tilt of the earth is zero relative to the sun, which means the earth's axis uh, doesn't point toward or away from the sun. How that about that? Yeah. yeah. But also note this, the earth never orbits upright because it's always tilted on its axis by about uh, 23.5 degrees. Now we're getting into the weeds of science here. After the uh, spring equinox, the uh, northern hemisphere tilts toward the sun. And although in most locations, like the North Pole and the equator being exceptions, the amount of daylight had been increasing each day after the winter solstice. After the spring equinox, many places will experience more daylight than darkness in each 24-hour day. And uh, the amount of daylight each day will continue to increase until the summer solstice. And that happens when, Gary? The summer solstice? Yep. In the summer? Yes, it does. (laughs) Yes, in the summer, of course. 
Uh, it happens. Are you in, sure it doesn't happen in the fall? <laughs> yeah, it happens in June. Uh, uh, that's uh, during which the longest period of daylight occurs. Now, let me ask you this, see if you know this. The questions are getting tougher and tougher. Oh. Does spring begin on March 1st or on the equinox? When does spring begin? On March 1st or on the equinox, which in our case was on the 20th, last Sunday. Uh, last Sunday? Yeah, so when does spring begin? Spring begins in... Uh, March 1st or on the equinox? March. March 1st? Well, the answer is both. Oh. Now, now How's how, that possible? Yeah, how is that possible? How is it on March 1st and March 20th? Well, <clears throat> it all depends on your definition of spring, Gary. Both dates are accurate. They're, they're just from different perspectives, and, and here's... The explanation. Astronomically speaking, the first day of spring is marked by the spring equinox. And that falls on March 19, 20, or 21 every year. Oh. Mm -hmm. Now, the equinox happens at the same moment worldwide, as I've already mentioned, although our clock times reflect a different time zone. And as mentioned, um, this date only signals springs beginning in the northern hemisphere. It announces fall's arrival in the southern hemisphere. I think I've made that pretty clear by now. Um, interestingly, due to time zone differences, Gary, there isn't a March 21 equinox in the mainland U.S. during the entire 21st century. So you will have to live till the 22nd century if you want to celebrate a March 21st equinox here in the mainland United States. Oh. <laughs> Interesting. Uh-huh. And we're not going to see a March 21 equinox again until 2101. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. So I think that's out for both of us. <clears throat> Meteorologically speaking, the official first day of spring is March 1st. So that's why that's also correct. Uh -huh. meteorologically um, whether scientists divide the year into quarters to make it easier to compare seasonal and monthly statistics uh -huh. from one year to the next so the meteorological seasons are based on annual temperature cycles rather than on the position of the earth in relation oh. to the sun uh -huh. that's why you have the two dates so uh -huh. they more closely follow the Gregorian calendar uh -huh. that's an interesting story of itself the Gregorian calendar don't they do chance? Mm -hmm. Yep. All right. So <clears throat> are day and night equal on the equinox? No, oh. but they're quite close to equal. Oh. In reality, day and night are not exactly equal on the equinox for two reasons. Oh. First, daytime begins the moment any part of the sun appears over the horizon. And it's uh -huh. not finished until the last part of the sun disappears below the horizon. Uh -huh. So if the sun were to shrink to a star-like point uh -huh. and we lived in a world without air, the spring and fall equinoxes would truly have equal nights. But And we would be dead. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Now, according to folklore, can you stand a raw egg on its end on the equinox? Yes. <laughs> Why? Can you? Are you just guessing? 
No, <laughs> because you can do the same thing with a broom. You can stand a broom uh-huh. on its bristles. But I found out. Mm-hmm. I found out something very interesting. You can stand a broom on its bristles anytime. Uh-huh. Nothing special with the magnetic poles <laughs> and uh, gravity or anything like that. And you can stand an egg on its end if you put some salt on the table. Okay. Well, it's 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 a trick. Guess what? This egg folklore thing is not um, uh, ancient or old. Um, uh, legend or lore actually it didn't become popular until 1945 yeah because they were trying to sell eggs uh-huh. and it actually it followed a life magazine article i remember life that was one of my favorite magazines by our eggs they'll stand on their end yeah uh, so the origin of the myth is attributed to stories that the ancient chinese would create displays of eggs standing on end during oh. the first day of spring can you imagine how magnificent that was a whole roll of eggs just standing on end yeah the ancient chinese celebrated the first day of spring about six weeks earlier than the equinox not just on the equinox itself and as with most most folklore gary it's uh-huh. only partly true oh. you should be able to balance an egg on its end on the equinox but yeah. it's possible to balance an egg on other days too <laughs> lies yeah lies so i know uh, folklore or not the egg trick sounded like a lot of fun to me um were you going to stand one on its end mm, I, I bet here wait i have an egg right here mm-hmm. wait hold on let me get it no wait. do not let that fall on hang sweater. on this uh, is uh not rotten is it oh boy oh boy oh boy i i, I hardly want to breathe there it'll just knock over gary like what's that. it doing describe to our listeners what's happening with the egg well the egg is just sitting there it's not doing anything it's just sitting on the table and it looks like an egg mm-hmm. i i mm-hmm. hope this was thrilling for all of you i know that i found it just as exciting well, the yes. egg is just sitting there. Now, folks, you can try this trick for yourself. Oh, great. Now it <laughs> fell over. Good job. <laughs> try this uh, for yourself. And I, I'm going to give you a tip that uh, Carrie didn't uh-huh. share with you. You're probably going to have better luck than he did. Put salt on the table, egg. right? If you try it on a rough surface or use an egg that has a bumpy end. A bumpy end. I wouldn't eat that egg. Yeah. That doesn't sound yeah, right. That's a little harder to find, but uh, try putting it on a rough surface and you'll have better luck standing that egg on end. Go ahead and try it. Not Go not ahead. now, but when the podcast is. Oh, I'll, I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a shot. Now, right. I, I found uh, what I was talking about, uh, what I was telling you about. Mm-hmm. Somebody in Denmark is going to get very mad at me because I'm going to mispronounce this, but I'm trying my best. I am, believe me. I'm putting a lot of effort into trying to say this correctly. Sankt Hans, Sankt Hans, uh, also known as Midsummer Eve, um, as it is known in Denmark, is often uh, spent on the beach with a huge bonfire. Midsummer's Eve is uh, celebrated on the 23rd of June. And like Christmas, the festival day is a reminder of uh, old pagan customs. It is a celebration of the longest summer day and the shortest winter day of the year. And they burn a large effigy of a witch uh, that is a wicker witch uh, to celebrate that. 
I think that's very unusual. Uh, we have our Halloween, and they have their Midsummer. What is it called? Midsummer. It's Midsummer Eve. Midsummer or, Eve. I, I'll spell it out for you. The first word is S A N K T. Sankt. H A N S. Hans. Sankt Hans. Sankt Hans. Hopefully, I pronounced that correct enough. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's it's not really Halloween though. It's it's a celebration of the changing of mm-hmm. the season mm-hmm. and the longest day, like. Like it says here, the longest day of summer and the shortest day of winter. Yeah. And so it's, uh, imagine, you know, you're, you're in a place where you're further up north, so it stays chilly longer. And so you're saying adios to that cold weather and hello summer. I don't think the folks in Denmark say adios. I don't know. There could be some people who live there that might have uh, Spanish ancestry. <laughs> you know, you don't know that. Let's come on. We're in uh, 2022. Let's not be judgmental. <laughs> uh, and if you are in Denmark and you choose to speak Spanish, well, good for you. <laughs> That's a way to stand out and be a little different. Yeah. So whether you're in Denmark listening tonight or somewhere else, um, Gary and I are going to share some ideas to wrap up our podcast. We're going to uh, share some ideas on how you can celebrate spring. Go outside and look around. Springtime. Get on out of the house. Get rid of that cabin fever. And look around and see if worms and grubs are reappearing. Because you know what? The March full moon is called the worm moon for this very reason. Mm, Sounds like a horror movie. Yeah. And watch the arc of the sun across the sky as it shifts toward the north. Birds are migrating northward along with the path of the sun. Oh. So watch the birds migrate. And are you noticing that the days are getting longer? Did you know that the increasing sunlight inspires birds to sing? Oh, beautiful little birdies. Yeah, I love birds. Mm. And and so uh, we are looking forward to more uh you know uh, songs from the birds as the sunlight increases yes and if you live in florida you're looking forward to hurricane season because guess what we're in it and so we may have worms crawling on the ground uh, that's a little ways but away this no, is may, may may this is when it starts no nope, june yeah. june are you sure well, yeah. i'm googling that real quick so anyhow um uh daffodils are they poking up their heads Trees, shrubs, and flowers are sensitive to temperature and day length, too. And since ancient days, people have used natural events as indicators of when the weather is right for planting. So, um, for example, if a blooming crocus is your cue to plant radishes, parsnips, spinach. Gary, can you feel the sun getting stronger? The longer days bring high temperatures. Mm. Both we and the animals around us discard our warm clothes and heavy coats. Oh, I thought that was just because of global warming. (laughs) And last but not least, let me ask our listeners, do you plan to garden? The first day of spring is a traditional day to start in the garden. There's nothing more restorative. I have dear friends um, in uh, Salzburg, uh, Austria, actually Eugendorf, Austria, near Salzburg, and uh, they have a beautiful garden that they've started. And so this is oh. the time. This is the time to get out there in the garden and get those plants planted. Yes. And Wonderful time of the year. June, June 1st is uh, hurricane season. Yes. So we're right in the middle of it. Almost. 
Yeah, I'm hearing some rumbling outside right now. I'm willing to bet that there's something brewing. All right. Because we live in Florida. But wait five minutes and the weather will change. change. All right. As for right now, though, uh, before I go grab the parka and start boarding up the windows for our next uh, hurricane, what is it, Hurricane Harry or something like that? Who knows? Who knows? Uh, I'm Gary. Oh, and I'm Richard, and uh, thank you for joining us this evening. Mm, Welcome to the spring. Yes, uh, and uh, enjoy uh, the longest day. Which has already occurred. Oh, wait, darn it, we already missed it. Okay, well, we'll catch it next time.